sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today, I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I am your host. Across from me is the co-host of this show, Wayne Hattrick Wizzy Webb. Wayne, what is poppin'? How you doing? What's poppin'? We are here for an emergency podcast. So, we've got two episodes coming to you guys this week. We've got an episode that we we record. I can't speak. We got an episode that we recorded with a special guest that a lot of you will remember. That is coming later in the week, probably Wednesday. As well as a Q&A video that we've been hyping up and asking for your questions. That is releasing later this week as well. But first thing that's releasing is this. Now, if you haven't been paying attention to the state of our country the last like... Or you live under a rock. Weeks. Well, granted, since COVID-19, basically. uh, The last three, four, five weeks have been kind of crazy, kind of hectic. And so we're just going to speak on it for a little bit. It's getting kind of hectic. And then so people can understand what's going on. Um, How shall I put this? Let's start from the top. So there were three more. I almost said three and I realized it's more. There were three more instances of uh, black people dying at the hands of police. Now, for this country, it's not a... It's not a localized problem. It's not a isolated incident. It happens quite frequently and often, which is why where we which is why we are here now. Which is why everything's happening outside now. It's cuz it's not oh well it happened, you know, <laughs> once or twice in the last 10 years. No, it happens like every few months. Mm-hmm. Every like 2 or 3 months. So, there's a couple cases that you should be aware of. So, the first one was Ahmad Arbery. So, this happened... Oh, goodness. This happened, like, earlier during COVID-19, during the quarantine. But the information in the video didn't come out until later in the COVID-19 quarantine. <laughs> so, what happened was Ahmad Arbery, who was a 25-year-old black man, uh, he was pursued by white residents in a South Georgia-like neighborhood. They thought he was out and up to mischief. And so two men who both were arrested, uh, Gregory McMichael and his son, Travis McMichael, uh, they went out with like weapons in their truck and they basically went and chased him down and shot him and killed him. Now, they've been arrested. uh, And the problem being, obviously, one, they killed this dude. Yeah. But two is that they believe they were under the intentions of uh, neighborhood watch. That they're like, you know, this is our area to police, quote-unquote. This is our area to watch. We're the neighborhood watch. We keep our neighborhood safe. Somebody's in it that is different than what we're used to. We're going to go out and investigate. Y'all don't have badges. Y'all don't have, like... They don't have the facilities facilities. for that big man. Y'all don't have the training. Y'all don't, like, nah. Okay? So that happened. The second one was Brianna Taylor, or Brianna Taylor, I should say. The Brianna Taylor one is one probably people have heard of her name, but no, don't know really what happened. Uh, that one is very, very off-putting, right? Mm-hmm. So the Brianna, the Brianna, I'm gonna say Brianna, sorry, Brianna Taylor incident was 
March 13th, uh, Louisville police were using executing a search warrant using a battering ram to crash into the apartment of Brianna Taylor, who was a 26-year-old black ER technician. After a brief confrontation, they shot her eight times, right? Mm-hmm. So, the judge had signed a warrant allowing the police to search her residence because the police thought that they saw two men use her apartment to receive packages or, or drugs. The, uh, uh, the judge's order was a no-knock warrant, which allowed the police to just enter without warning or identifying themselves as law enforcement. Yeah. Um, she, it wasn't a signed knock. We are police. This is who we are. We're here to search a premises. It was, you can just go in there. Yep. Right? So that ended in her death. The last one recently that more people probably know of is the George Floyd uh, killing. So, George Floyd, this is May 25th. So this happened March, April, May. Like, these things are happening. I'm sorry, you hear a plane in the background. These things are happening one month after the next month after the next, or even weeks. Mm-hmm. Right? So, George Floyd, this happened May 25th. Uh, in Minneapolis, I can't even... I can't speak. Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Police officers arrested George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, after a Delhi employee called 911, accusing him of buying cigarettes with a counterfeit, like, $20 bill. The the, uh, employee (laughs) said he brought a fake bill. There's something wrong here. Um, 17 minutes later, uh, Mr. Floyd was unconscious and pinned beneath three officers and showed no signs of life. And that is the one out of the three. Granted, we saw the Ahmaud Ahmaud Arbery that was like visually. We saw it on social media. The the George Floyd one we saw because people were streaming or people were recording it and putting it on social media. And he they held him down for eight minutes and 48 seconds, 47, 46, something like that. They almost held him there for nine minutes. And he died as a result of that. Right. So you have Ahmaud Arbery, that case happening getting gunned down, getting chased and gunned down. You have the Breonna Taylor incident where the police got a no-knock warrant from a judge so they just burst in there, argued, started firing. And now you have the George Floyd situation where if even at its worst, he has a counterfeit $20 bill that escalated escalated into three police officers kneeling on him, on his neck, on his back, on his legs and basically choking him to death. So those events happened one, two, three. As a result, Minneapolis started to burn, mm-hmm. right? Minneapolis, and then it started, you know, other other cities, other states start protesting. Minneapolis, Houston, LA, uh, DC. Help me out. I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. It's literally like just about everywhere. Yeah. It's just about everywhere. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Like these Dallas. protests are everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. <clears throat> so this has been happening the last, you know, three, I want to say three months. It's it's just, it hit a sharp incline and went up and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So the protests now, uh, are being are being held in different parts of the country. Now, these protests are then escalating into looting, rioting, violent, whatever, at like almost at every single place. 
because of the tensions that everybody has right now, right? I was listening to someone talk about earlier. It was like we even for, like we forgot about COVID nineteen, right? So now you throw that in the factory. So people have been cooped up for a couple months. If they've been if they've been following the orders, people have been cooped up. They're frustrated. They're angry. They want answers. All of that boils to a head right now, right? All of that boils to a head now, and now what you see is the aftermath of all those things, you know, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing buttons, pushing buttons, pushing buttons, until somebody snaps. That's what's happening right now. Wayne, Mm -hmm. what you got to say? First off, I just want to say 2020 sucks, bro. Yo, 2020 in May. No, we're in June. 2020 is complete. Just go ahead and take the whole year and scrap it. And let's start 2021 like now. Okay. Let's hope things get better. All jokes aside, though, this is, you know, it's funny because I had a, I had a conversation about this stuff while playing um, Cards Against Humanity <laughs> with some, with some friends and stuff. And something came up, and then, you know, I was, like, the only black person there. And so I was like, you know what? I didn't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Since, y'all, since y'all are here and your ears are here, you I'm going to go ahead and lay down some truth for y'all real quick. So I'm going to start where I started there. It happens in this country because no one's listening. Mm-hmm. Things like this happen because all people want to do is one up each other, both sides on both sides. Yeah, the 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 people who are racist or whatever, and then the people who are the victims. All we're doing is one up in each other, and so I brought up Colin Kaepernick because now people are like, you don't have to riot, you don't have to do all this, you can do it peacefully. Ninja, we tried it peacefully already. What you mean? <laughs> Just because you didn't like the way the man did it doesn't mean it wasn't peaceful i've seen a lot more people like man maybe i should have paid attention to Colin exactly Kaepernick and it's are like- you daft are you dumb <laughs> pick one are you daft or dumb like because colin kaepernick peacefully didn't yell at nobody mm-hmm. didn't go up to a cop and yell in his face didn't bring an ar-15 and stand right in front of a cop or whatever and and yell at him didn't do none of that he used his platform to ignite a change which started the conversation which I commend Colin Kaepernick for now until the end yeah. of days. Yeah. Because he threw his career on the line and said, you know what? I don't need football. What we need is change. So I'm going to be that for this. And I'm like, you know what, Colin? You do you. Props. Okay. And so had a conversation and, and you know, like people are still upset. Well, I just don't like the way he did it. Ninja, no, don't nobody care. I don't care if you don't like the way, the way he did it. Do you see a problem in this country? Yes or no? Yeah. Is it going to change? Yes or no? Like, pick one. Be upset about what he did? Cool. But don't don't let that overshadow what he's kneeling for. No, but people don't, they don't care about the message. Exactly. They care about the method in which he did it. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's the national anthem. It's, hey, okay, hey, but see, so it's okay for black people to lose their lives because they're, because they didn't have a, they didn't use a turn signal? Yeah. Do you see that, that video? Yeah. Dude, Got pulled over because he didn't use his turn signal. His turn signal. Cop came out of his car, gun out, at the ready to blast. Yep. For a turn signal. And so when you think about what we have to deal with as African-American people in this country, it's ridiculous. Like, come on. And and people, you know, want to bring up stats like, well, 
if you look here, white people are getting killed by police more than black people are. Sure, whatever. But why is it that the method in which black people are dying by police is is the way it is? Why is it that I can't... Why is it almost execution? Yeah, why is it I can't go jogging with my headphones in mm-hmm. and, and know that I'm going to make it home safely? Why is it that I can miss a turn signal and you ready to blow my head off because I missed a turn signal? Why is it that I can't sit in my own apartment and watch TV, watch some Netflix? Yeah, that, that was, was that last year? When uh, uh, the late the police officer the lady walked into that dude's apartment, that one too, yeah. Or are you talking about a different one? I'm talking but about yeah, the, she was like, "Yeah, this is my apartment." And the guy's like, "This is my apartment." She yeah. killed him. Yeah, like I can't sit in my own apartment, <laughs> man, and watch TV without dying. So where am I safe? And so the thing now is there's rioting and looting, and and I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. Do I agree with rioting and looting? No. I wouldn't tell anyone to go riot and loot. I'm not, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it myself. But what on earth did you expect mm-hmm. when we tried it the peaceful way and y'all still wouldn't listen? What did you expect us to do? Just sit here and let y'all keep doing this? Are, like, really? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting, and expecting a, different, a result different result each time. So we sit here and try and do it peacefully and y'all ain't listening and y'all still killing us. Well, then we got to up the ante. We got to do something different. Mm-hmm. Something different equals we going to protest, we going to riot, and we going to loot. I mean... It is what it is. Tensions boil over. You can... I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and, and so I'm seeing all the rioting and all the looting and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what I want. That's not... I, I, would, I was hoping it would never come to this. But on the flip side... I'm surprised it took this long. Mm-hmm. I was I was calling this from the jump. I was like, people finna riot. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a matter it's of time. Get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, because y'all don't want to listen. And it's not like we're just out here <clears throat> talking about. Oh, we need more. I don't know equality. And yeah, we do. But murder to the point where you can't you can't call us equal, and you want to kill us mm-hmm. rather than listen to us. All right, so where do we draw the line? Like, seriously. Because if you're going to kill us, it's all it takes is one person to ignite that 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 final phase of this anger. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, it's like, you want, you want to kill us? Well, we're coming after you. It's and it's over. Yeah. And ho- I hope it doesn't get to that. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be some headhunting out here. Yep. And you find yourself in the crosshairs and some angry people, ain't nothing I can do. It's a right. We tried to tell you, ain't nothing I can do. And, and as much as I want to save you and I want to come out there and help you, there's nothing we can do. It came to this point, y'all didn't want to listen, and stuff's going to happen. Before it gets better, it's going to get much, much worse. Yeah. I think, that's a good word. Um, one of the great things about social media, I talked about it on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Young Kurosawa, you feel me? Uh, one of the good things about social media is that at at this point in time, especially where we are technology wise, like like uh uh I think Denzel said it like a couple of years ago too, where it was like the racism is not getting worse, it's just getting uh what's the word he used? It's not getting worse, it's just getting shown. It's just getting yeah, like more revealed. Me. Yeah. Uh it's just getting filmed. Like it's I it, think that's what he said. It's yeah, been filmed. there. 
It still is. It's just that now we see it. Mm-hmm. Right? So because of that, we see what's going on. And what's crazy is I'm, wa- I'm watching a lot of different protests and watching like the after- aftermath of what happens. And I'm seeing a lot of peaceful protests that start peaceful. And whether it's uh, white people dressed up in all black start breaking things. And they get and the black people get blamed. There's a whole conspiracy or, theory like, with all that. There's a lot too. of stuff going down that I'm it's watching a lot. a lot of uh Black Lives Matter protests. Like the the one video that struck me was it was a it was a girl that had it was like uh frontline protesters, and it was a it was a girl, it was a black woman who had a megaphone, and it was a bunch of people rioting. This is a bunch of white guys rioting and breaking this building in front of her. And she's using her megaphone, and she's, like, screaming at them to stop. And she's like, please, y'all need to stop. Like, why are you doing this when we try to do it this way? And it's like the 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 prote- a lot of the protesting that's being done is being co-opted and taken for something else. And then the, ref- the, the frustration is then being switched back on the Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the police see what's happening, the breaking and all that stuff, and they're going, you know what? Hit him in the face with rubber bullets. Hit him in the face with tear gas canisters. People are losing their eyes. They're like they're bleeding. Like it's just like that's insane to me. Yeah. Also, what's other what what's insane to me is uh uh they're breaking stores and stuff like that. Like that's crazy. I don't I don't think it should be our job to clean it up. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how I operate. Because in uh, that Target that, that that got destroyed, the the owner of that one sp- uh, spoke out about it and was like, "My Target can be replaced." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The Target can be replaced. George Floyd can't. Did you hear about the the little like a uh, mom and pop kind of place or whatever, like hole in the wall kind of place that got trashed, and the owner of it was like on the phone with police or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Just nah, don't come over here." Yeah, like they 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 do anything. Let let them let them burn it down. Yeah. Like if now in those situations I understand, but it oh they're gonna smash a Target or a Nordstrom. Ain't no black people trash on Nordstroms. <laughs> you know who it is. Like let's be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Call yeah. a spade a spade. Yeah. Ain't no black people <laughs> trashing Nordstrom. We, we couldn't even walk in Macy's. there on a good day. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the what's the oh not I'm gonna say chimichurri's. Uh, like Hollister. Ain't no black people out there. You know what I'm saying? Like be 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 smart about this. Yeah, we right? gotta think about things like. So when I see it, when I see these protests happening, it's crazy because I see a lot of like good protests, but I see a lot of I also see a lot of good protests that turn bad mm-hmm. because of the escalation. Like I'm watching police drive their car and barricades into people, and I'm like, bro. Even what's crazy, I saw a video bro. of like police officers getting ready because they they knew the rioter people were yeah. coming or whatever the the protesters were coming, and like they're giddy, like they're. Oh, oh yeah, I've been I've been waiting for this my yeah, whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, this ain't Call of Duty, that's, that's bro. That's another, but that's another. You ain't thing. online with your boys. That's another thing. Is this that, is reality. Is that they a lot of a lot of, and we'll come to this after this break, real quick. But uh, a lot of police officers, not the not the majority, not the majority, not most, no, 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 but a lot of them see are like, all right, this I've been waiting to act out this fantasy since I was 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. We going hunting today, like I'm ready. Yeah, and a lot of people use a lot of police officers use that badge as like, all right, I'm protected. I can go do like I can go 
act a fool if I want. And then it turns into the situation like um, in Lord of the Rings when they were like counting how many kills they had or whatever. Yeah. It, then it gets bad. It, it's bad. how many people you can pick off like with your dude, rubber bullets like or whatever. Like the dude who killed George Floyd, um, who at this point he's he's being uh, tried for or third degree murder. Yeah. Third degree. Mm-hmm. And manslaughter, which if I was a betting man, he's going to get off on both. Because the the uh, coroner or the oh was it the coroner? It was someone in the the system at in Minneapolis, in Minneapolis that released that statement that was like, "Well, George oh, yeah. Floyd had he prior has. health problems and it's boy, yeah." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I saw that they, and I was like, I knew they were going to try they something said like third that. Third degree. I was like, oh, then they're just going to be like. He had uh, prior asphyxia, and he had all these issues and all. Nah. When your knee is on someone and they're telling you you can't breathe, or I can't breathe, it at that point, it doesn't matter what health conditions they have. He can't yeah, breathe. he can't breathe. Because you are, <laughs> yeah, for, you are closing his airways. You, he, he can't breathe. What more do you need? So as we continue, uh, we, we talk about police officers. <laughs> I'll never forget... Um, <laughs> I think it was two years ago. I think it was 2018. Uh, Chris Rock special where he talked about like yeah. police and having bad apples. The bad apples. That's yeah. every like that's the everybody's not everybody. It's, that's a popular response. Is you know, but the, the, not all police officers are bad. It's just a few bad apples. It's, you can't like condemn the entire police force. You can't uh, you know condemn the, condemn the entire police system. To which Chris uh, Chris Rock's response was uh, uh, some. Uh, occupations, you just can't have bad apples. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to have bad apples. You cannot have... It's like, if you go to American Airlines <laughs> and they say most of our pilots like to land, <laughs> yeah. you're not you're not going to look at that the same. some of them like to land in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to look at that the same. Because it's it's your life that you're like, well, I don't know. It's the yeah. same thing. Like, I saw someone, like, tweeted that and then, like, changed it. <laughs> and they were like, for the sake of the argument... Let's assume that there are a lot of good cops. Uh, in 2016, police departments serving cities with populations over 25,000 employed an average of 16.8 officers. So just about 17 officers for that city. So let's imagine, or on the force for mm-hmm. that specific city. So then a the person was like, so let's imagine an apple tree has 17 apples on it. The sign tells you that they are all delicious apples. But there's some fine print that says one out of the 17 apples is going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> All the apples look the same. Are you still going to be hungry? Yeah. And that's basically what it is, is that, listen, I, I know people are police officers. I have friends with police officers. I, listen, I understand the, the weight that they carry. Mm-hmm. However, f- here's the thing. From jump. America has been a racist country. Like, just that's just how it is. It's, it's not built. Exactly. I'm not saying you yourself who are listening, you are racist. No. I'm saying Amer- America is a racist country. It's been slanted in the favor of white people. It's been slanted against people of color. That's just how it is from jump. Mm-hmm. America went, 1A, we going to escape uh, England and get religious freedom. 1B, we're going to build our religious freedom, and our land on the backs of free labor using people who don't look like us. At 1A, 1B. That's just how it is yeah. from jump. It's the same thing as if you're like you're born into America and you're like, all right, America's a capitalist country. 
it's not like like you didn't get a choice in that. It's just America, when you're born in, America's a capitalist country. Not saying we should change our capitalist system. I'm just saying that's how it is. It's the same thing as America being a racist country, right? For oh my gosh, you know, the founding fathers and the founding fathers gave us 13 colonies, gave us religious freedom. Great. Sign a declaration of independence. Fantastic. Right? Mm-hmm. John Hancock still rolled that deck rolled that declaration of independence, said Give that to that boy out in the field, and he'll pass it down to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson, great leader, still had 18, 19 slaves out on his fields. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we are slanted from jump against... I'll drop my phone. Slanted from jump against a people group and already in favor of white people, then it's only a matter of time before the aggression tries to flip the scales mm-hmm. right because you can you can say well you know it's it's just different it's just no there is o- over and over and o- like if you go through history over and over if over like, and over and over and over and over, over again <laughs> uh and and what's crazy is that because the white people who like own this country can concoct and craft their history to be different than it was they can control the narrative. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is, right? They can they can be like, no, you know, uh, this is about this and this is about this, right? There were some uh, there were some terrorists over there in in that area, so we wanted to get rid of that area. If a lot of people, shout out to the Watchmen because a lot of people from this recent generation didn't know, like the Watchmen TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there used to be a section in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was called Black Wall Street, right? Black Wall Street meant there were black millionaires that were trading and making profits and literally had their own version of Wall Street for black people. Racists burned it all down, right? Burned it, killed many people in that section of living. Why? They didn't like them having that, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 1985, I believe. I remember my my dad telling me about this. 1985, um, there was the Philadelphia move bombings, right? So... Uh, police chief or commissioner, whatever, told this guy, hey, you're going to fly over this area where we think there's a militant group kind of like Black Panther. They're in this building. I want you to drop this C4 out of the helicopter and blow that building up. And the dude was like, you sure about this? Guy was like, yes, do it. Drop the C4, blow up the building. Building catches fire to other buildings. And the commissioner's like, ah, just let it burn. Right? 18 buildings later, children are dead. People are dead. The entire apartment rose on fire. And it's like, oh, maybe we should, maybe we should, you know, take the fire out now. It's been from jump. It's mm-hmm. been slanted towards in favor of white people. Statue of Liberty. You know? That you're like, oh yeah, the Statue of Liberty, but immigration. Statue of Liberty, from doing research on my own, Statue of Liberty was not for immigration. Right? Statue of Liberty wasn't to present and show off for immigration, for people to come over, that if you're immigrating here, we value you. The Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty was a gift from France because France noticed that we finally stopped slavery, quote-unquote, back at the end of the Civil War. So France gave us that gift to say, hey, good job. Mm-hmm. No, more, no more slavery. Here's this gift. Because when you read the lines of give me your poor, tired, your huddled masses, when you see all that, so when you put all that in context, context, oh, 
Like, it's just how the country is, right? Yeah. So when when a country's already one way, and the people who are the victims who've had the, the thumb of oppression for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years, and years get tired of it, Every so often, someone like rises up to make change. Dr. Martin Luther King, to which I've seen, I've seen a lot of people. You know, we need another Dr. Martin Luther King. We need it. They shot him. Yeah, <laughs> they shot my man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was one of the funniest things I saw. Was that uh, Dick Vitale was like, "We need another Dr. Martin Luther King," and a lot of people's response was, "Y'all shot the one we gave you." <laughs> what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was, a, there was a point where Martin Luther King, towards the end of his life, was like, listen, riots are the language of the unheard. Yeah. like I've if, been using that one a lot. If y'all are not listening over and over, like we said, when we talked, when Colin Kaepernick said, listen, I'm doing this in this way, in a peaceful way to let you know something's broken, and y'all said, you shouldn't do it that way. Colin's like, but, but did you hear why I'm doing it? Yeah. Did you hear what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Stand up. But you're not listening. You're not listening. Yeah. So after that gets stomped down over and over and over and over again to the point where black people are now like, okay, if we are males, you'll kill us. If we're black women, you'll kill us. If we're black children, you'll kill us. If we're jogging, you'll kill us. If we want to play with toy guns, you'll kill us. If we have our hoods, you see what I'm saying? You'll kill mm-hmm. it over and over. If, if we're I'm living in, in our apartment. If buildings. I'm in my apartment. You'll kill us. That I pay for. So now that we've gotten to this point, the volcano exploded. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just build up, build up. When we got to that point, when 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 uh, when the George Floyd death happened, it took them three days to finally be like, all right, we'll take this guy in. When that guy, Derek Chauvin, I think is a police officer, has a history of being racially violent towards black people in the past. The fact that it took three days, people are like, all right. We know white people shop at Target. Mm-hmm. We taking that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just the mindset now. So like you said, I'm I'm not one that's like, all right, let's burn, uh, Killmonger, burn it all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but you do have to understand the foundation at which the frustration is coming from. Yeah. Right? If you're white and, you're, and your frustration is, well, why, you can't burn all that. You, why are they destroying buildings? These corporations will be fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where the frustration is coming from. Is that oh, let's say let's say we burn this Target or this Best Buy. You get frustrated because we burnt down a place where you can get electronics. Best Buy will be fine. You did not care about the person that was shot in the street a month ago. They let y'all run up with automatic weapons in a courthouse. Because you wanted to get your hair salons back. Yeah. You see, you know what I'm saying? You guys got frustrated because COVID-19 kept you inside and you said, we're going to go there. And y'all showed out with weapons, weapons, with automatic weapons, pushing against the cops. Cops didn't do a thing. They didn't lift a finger to the a trigger. thing. At all. And so the moment that it's flipped now, it's like, oh, y'all need to calm down. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. It's because their sense of favor their sense of entitlement their sense of but this is this is our country like i like you can start to see the you can start to see the scales tip that's where the whoa 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 hold on you guys you guys are fine we'll address it a little bit but you ain't got to do all this it's a nah we like things the way that they are we don't want to change mm-hmm. that's where that mindset is that's why i implore you if, if you're if you're listening 
and you're white and you have black friends or you're white and you're trying to understand like the plight of what's going on. It's not, hey, I can actually speak to that. Shut up. I'm trying to save you a butt woman right now. Yeah. Shut up. Because your job right now, shut up. Listen. That's it. Well, it's not fair. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> there is no, it's not fair. Right? You know, it's been unfair for black people since 1776. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's unfair. Uh, shut up. Listen. I always go back to, uh, I saw someone post this. It was a uh, preacher was talking about ra- uh, racial reconciliation. It's fantastic, uh, like, eye-opening moment where it was like, um, the problem is that some churches, especially now, especially Christians or whatever, they're kind of like, well, we're kind of going to be silent on this and we're just going to, like, wait and chill and, like, nah, fam. If you, it, The church's job is to talk about this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, Jesus saw his temple being used for an awful purpose and reason. Jesus saw what he had, what they had intended for good. And he saw that it had been twisted and made in favor of man. And he flipped the money changers tables. Mm -hmm. Right. I was talking to a friend of my my friend, (laughs) my friend Tyler, where he was like, listen, when you're reading, when you're reading the Bible and you read that stuff and you realize like up until that point, Jesus hadn't done anything like that. So when you see his frustration in that moment and you're like, I mean, he's not wrong. What? <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? When you look at the, uh, uh, this, this preacher talked about the, the whole Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter movement, whatever. He's like, listen, we, we talked about this a while ago. It's not, Black Lives Matter is not saying Black Lives Matter more. It's just, they matter. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Black, the answer cry for Black Lives Matter shouldn't be Blue Lives Matter, shouldn't be All Lives Matter, shouldn't be. No, because that's not what it's about, right? Go on back to the story of the lost sheep, right? Jesus is walking, or the, the parable of lost sheep, sorry. 100 sheep with a shepherd. One shepherd goes astray. Shepherd goes out to find that sheep. All the other sheep don't run towards the shepherd and say, what about us? What about us? What about us? Mm-hmm. We're important too. The shepherd knows they're important. They're fine. It's this one sheep right now that needs his help. Yeah. Feel me? Equate that to what's going on. The shepherd is not saying this sheep, this one sheep's life is more important than the 99 of you. There's 99 of you. You will be fine. (laughs) Right? This one sheep is in danger right now. So I'm going to go help him out right now and bring him back so everything can be equal. It's to say all lives matter, black lives matter. All lives, if there's a hundred of you saying, but all of us matter, we're not saying you don't. We're saying, hey, as if we can at least get to the point where this one sheep can be counted amongst you, mm-hmm. then we're golden. Then we can move forward and try to work on some other stuff. But until you realize that, until you like look at that sheep and you're like, ah, whatever. And then one more goes, ah, whatever. Like that's how it happens. You just lose one by one. Oops. One by one by one. No, bro. Like, what? what? And then that speaks to, like... What? Are you, what? That speaks to, like, how selfish we are as, like, a human race. Yes. Period. It's all about and, and you us. Can say, all about I. And you can say you're not selfish. That's cool. Like, some, I have selfish moments, too. But that just speaks to how we only look at ourselves when we can look at 
another an entire race of people and say what you're saying about your people doesn't matter because we also matter too. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you're like y'all aren't going through what we're going through. When your skin color is 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 fair, you automatically have fair. It, it, like a, a privilege, automatically have a pedestal that you've been given from the moment you came out the womb, okay? And there's nothing you did to deserve that. You didn't even earn it. Like, you deserved your life, yes, but you didn't. Des- like, you didn't earn that 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 pedestal. You didn't earn that. You know, I don't know. What, you didn't earn your way to the top or wherever you're at. Yeah, you were give. It was given to you. Yeah, and that's not not the case for all. Yeah, like white people. Yeah, I yeah. know there are some people who have been born and like born into you know poverty. Poor. Like, I get that too. But the color of your skin gives you a ticket as a whole. Yeah, as, as a nation. A, like it doesn't matter Not where individually. That the color of your skin gives you a ticket. And until you understand that, you're gonna continue to look at the people who don't have that ticket as, oh, you guys are just complaining because blah, 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 blah. Exactly. You don't exactly. you can't you you're not gonna understand because you've been it's been given to you from jump. You didn't earn it. You don't know what you did to earn it, but you just you have it. Exactly. And the, the, what's crazy is that's why the complaining the, on that side, like that, I put it on here. Like I don't complain. Like I've like obviously because people ask me, how do you feel about how do you? I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. But I'm not complaining because mm-hmm. complaining to me, complaining means that you know of a different way that's better, right? Mm-hmm. If we're playing a game, right? So if we're playing a game, if you're listening, you're playing a game, and let's say you played Madden 18, you played Madden 19, you played Madden 20, right? So three different iterations of the game. One of them, one of them is broken. Madden 20 is broken, right? It really so is. So you're frustrated. It is. <laughs> you're going to be frustrated because you're going to think, well, Madden 18, 19 worked just fine. Why is this game broken? You're going to yeah. complain, right? I, I, don't, I can't complain because it's never been balanced, yeah. To begin with. There's nothing to base it on. There's nothing to base it on. Because it's always been broken. That's why I don't understand the complaint from the other side. Well, you guys are just, you, this is out of control. If you've all, you've nothing to complain. You've never been at the flip of that. Yeah. Of, hey, you are once counted three-fifths of a person. Like, you've never been to that other side. Yeah. So your complaint of, uh, won't you guys just calm down? It's not that bad. You've always had it good. And we've always had it bad. So how do you, like, there's no base for that. Y'all got to wake up. I'm going to, real quick, I'm going to get real with y'all for a second. All right? Now, right now, 24-year-old Wayne Hatchick, Wizzy Webb, I am. That's your full name. 24-year-old yeah, Wayne. That's, that's my government name. You look at my birth certificate, that's what, it's, that's what it says on there. My government. My government. All right. <laughs> but anyway, um, I love being black. Love it. Wouldn't trade it for a thing. Even with all the I'm extra stuff. I'm black, black and I'm black. Yeah, I love that gift. <laughs> I love that gift. I absolutely freaking love it. And it took me a while to get here. It took me a while to get to the point where I love the color of my skin. Because for so long, you know, going through middle school, junior high, high school, it was just, oh, you're like you're black, like you're dark, mm-hmm. dark skin. Now nah, we don't fluff with you like that, dog. And it was and what's crazy was like that, dog. it was the reason I was so off put about my skin color. Well, it was because people who looked like me were the ones doing that. The Chris Browns? Yeah, like, or the, you know, 
just just black people in general, okay? The not, black people who more look like more like Chris Brown or the black yeah, people that look more yeah, like yeah. normal. Okay. That's yeah, what I yeah. And so going That's through, a whole other issue though. Yeah. We're not gonna talk. We're not but, gonna talk about it. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Going through like middle school, junior high, high school, it was always I'd always heard from like my my parents and my family members, like, you know, black people, we gotta stick together. Mm-hmm. We have to. And so when I hear them telling me that. And then I go to school and I'm getting, you know, picked on, bullied, whatever you want to call it, roasted um, by people who I consider to be on my team. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's not that's not what it's about. That's like, not right, bro. And so going through all those years, like if you ask people, they were like, you know, they'll, they'll tell you like, oh, Wayne hates black people. No, I did not hate black people. OK, there was no way I could ever hate my race. I can't I can't do that. But what I can do is tell you like. I don't want to hang. I don't want to be around y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Now, you, like you said, that's a whole other issue. But it took me a while to get to the point where I'm at, where I love being black. And I finally like just threw myself into the culture because black culture is amazing. Black culture, not even just the food, just like just going around and hanging out with people and just the things that we, how we interact. Like I could walk down the street, not even know you at all, but we could have a conversation right on the spot. I went to an O'Reilly's the other day and I was trying O'Reilly's. to O'Reilly's that one auto parts no 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 sponsor no sponsor <laughs> <laughs> I went to O'Reilly's and I was trying to buy um, a clamp for my exhaust on my Mustang the new one yeah yeah. and and this dude black dude in there I had no idea who he was we had a conversation about the Steelers just cause cause I had my lanyard out mm-hmm. and he was like hey bro I'm a Steelers fan too we sat there and talked about the Steelers like it's it's instant the culture the mm-hmm. just the way you talk to people is just instant and so i bring up black culture because the like the way i found myself coming around to um, appreciating black culture is almost like how people who aren't black will fight for black culture more than they fight for black people oh yeah culture vultures that's what we call it. yeah they will fight for that's their, how bad bobby and all, all that type yeah. like Oh, I love you. I love your hair. I love your food. I love. I love you know your yeah. actors. I just I don't, love. I don't, you. I don't necessarily need you with that. I just yeah. want the stuff that you create. Yeah, culture and so, vultures. And so they'll come in. They'll be like, and and, and Jalen Rose said this, um, amazing. He was like, if people who aren't black fought for black people like they fight for black culture, yeah, we wouldn't have this issue. It'll be over quick. If you if you fight. For your right to have Party. the best mac and cheese at your Thanksgiving, <laughs> the best food you don't ever ate at the your Christmas party, <laughs> the best potato salad that actually has like you know flavor, no raisins in it, no raisins because <laughs> Karen didn't bring it. <laughs> like, if you fight for your right to have all of that the same way you or if you fight for for black people the same way you fight for your right to have all that stuff, yeah, or to it even like be engrossed in it. Like not even just have it, but just to be just like completely submerged in it. If we cared enough about the girl who started the renegade dance, as much as we cared about trying to do the dance ourselves, exactly, and getting TikTok popular, because that's a whole it'd be over. It's crazy because it's TikTok. It'd be but over. It's even in TikTok. This this prop like the problem that we would have would be almost gone. Exactly. So when we talk about stuff like, um, you know. White people, we need you to speak out more. We need you to do this and do all that, blah, blah, blah. Don't take that as you guys are our last hope. Do not. 
Or I don't we've want given you, you authority yeah, to talk on something. Don't, don't take that as, you know, you can speak on it now. Like, you know, speak on it, speak on it. Yeah. Don't take that we hyping you up, okay? It's What we're saying We need is, you to validate yeah. what we're saying because they care about what you say. They yeah. don't care about what we say. Obviously. They still think we three-fifths of a person. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And so only 60% of what we're saying is even scratching the surface of their yeah. earlobes. Yeah. But when someone that looks like them says, hey, y'all over there fluffing up, stop it. Get some help. We're not doing TikTok Michael dances Jordan. no more. <laughs> well, I'm, like, Michael Jordan. When, when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you stop it, <laughs> get some help. <laughs> that thing is so relevant, bro. You can use that for anything, bro. Yeah. Especially now, man. Yeah. And what's crazy, speaking of Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan made a statement. When? I was like, he made a statement about the, what's going on. Oh, I uh, missed it. What did he say? I forgot what he said. I didn't read it, but I just saw he made a statement. And I'm like, look it up, Michael people. Jordan... Michael Jordan don't talk about he this stuff. You got don't. Michael Jordan to talk? Yeah. It, it must be serious. Michael Jordan, I was out here speaking on it. And then, a uh, uh, last thing, before I look up, mm-hmm. um, the NFL released a statement. <laughs> when I tell you... What it, oh, that was the biggest non... Oh, that statement. They were like, yeah, we're, we're committed to helping people. That was basically when, all they said, when bro. I When I <laughs> tell you I saw that... Uh, Gosh. And that made me um, not more upset, but it disappointed. Really, it disappointed me. Yeah, that they would come out and make a statement like, "Well, we're gonna, you know, do all we can to help resolve the situation." I don't know. I'm just. I'm not. I don't know what exactly it said. Paraphrasing, I read it, but look, yeah, it's it's the bit. If you see it, people, it's the biggest beignet I've ever seen. Ooh. Meaning, it's just air. Yeah, and sugar. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, it's a that bag of lace. The biggest puff piece of you know we stand together and we want to make sure that all voices are heard and make sure that uh, you know we're not being intolerant because we are all one. This ain't a circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> Lion King. What you talk? Call a spade a spade. And what's crazy is where was this? When Colin Kaepernick exactly. was doing it. That's why when I saw him say that, I was like, so y'all really don't care about Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. Y'all like, really didn't care. Where was this attention to detail? And it's not even attention to detail. This is the least you can do. This is the absolute least you can do. Yep. Put up a little black uh, 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 background with white lettering with the NFL logo at the bottom and say what you got to say with whatever and then post it. That is the least you can do. And y'all couldn't even do that for my man's Colin. You for know what crazy? CK. If they if they but again it's a giant money corporation they're not gonna acknowledge anything. It'd have been crazy if they said you know what, hey you you could because Nike did it yeah or Nike they were standing behind you Adidas did it standing behind you. If here's the thing, if I would have done this if I was like the marketing person at the NFL I would have been fired, and I knew I would have been fired. But I would have done it as like, yo other companies you see what I did for them before they fired me because mm-hmm. I would have just put a picture of Colin. And graded out and been like, you were right. Yeah. Of him like kneeling, whatever, you yeah. were right. That's all you have to put. Because now people are like, now you see what he was talking about. Not, oh, today we are deciding to. Nah, 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 nah. So, so as we move towards the end of this, um, you get 45's response, which that's a whole other issue in of itself. Um, like, like I said earlier, the, like the system is broken and messed up from top down right so us asking police officers like 
that's why this thing is kind of weird because to me us asking police officers to change and asking them like listen to stop killing us in the streets you got to go above them and you got to go to their chiefs you have to go above them you have to go to the people elected in your local office you have to go above them and you have to go to your states you have to go above them and you have to go to the government like you have to change from the top down mm-hmm. right because since we said if the system's already slanted and broken it's not man there's a lot of bad cops it's uh the system is in favor of escalation and violence so we have a couple like good cops in there we have normal cops and then we have cops that are super lean toward toward that way yeah so it's already slanted toward the other way it's not hey let's share a bunch of pictures of good cop we know they're good cops we're not saying there aren't any we're saying the system in which employs the cops is already shifted and broken and out of alignment from jump. Mm-hmm. And then when you have Agent 45, like, listen, bro, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. God dang, you trying to get people killed out here. Yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah. Like straight I said, up. From, <laughs> from the top down to the bottom down. I think about uh, before, actually, you read that, you read that. Well, real quick before I read this. Go ahead. Um, You know Killer Mike? Oh, yes. I forgot about Killer. I forgot Did to mention that. you hear what he that. said? Yes. And, Killer Mike's was he, great. So first off, I, I watched the whole video. He went off. Killer Mike's was, and we Killer Mike's been in the community. And if you don't know, what we're talking about Killer Mike is one half of Run of Jewels. Big black guy, gr- very in, intelligent. You want to know about very the black experience? Go on Netflix and look up Trigger Warning. By is it Killer still Mike. on there? I don't know, but if it is, y'all need to watch it. Trigger Warning by Killer Mike. Yeah, that will give you give you an black. insight into how he thinks and how yeah. like he approaches situations. But anyway, he was talking about how basically what you were saying how it's messed up. Yeah, it's toe up from it's the not, up. It's not like riot here. It's like affect your like uh, come November vote. Like affect yeah. your local offices. Uh, like he was go like, call, go to the police chief. Like hey, this dude with his badge number yada 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 did so, did all this. What you gonna do to handle the situation? Mm-hmm. If they don't handle it the, the way they're supposed to, we voting you out. Voting, yeah, next vote them out. Like that's that. And like I said, the system is broken. You got to repair the system. Because yeah. if I if I go to a house and try to build like if i go to a house that's in a swamp and i'm like oh if i just knock this house down and build on top of it it'll be fine the foundation like the swamps already affected the foundation so it's gonna crumble too yeah it don't matter yeah. you gotta affect the foundation of the system yes first so go vote like if you don't like this person that did this to your homie and they you, you know they messed up and they're not gonna go you know go to jail or whatever vote them out put somebody else in there that will do exactly what it is you you want them to do yep they you, people understand the people you vote in are supposed to work for in you, your that, favor and that, work for you. And they don't. It shouldn't be this man is voted in and he's against me. Yep. You vote in who works for you, who works for your community. Like we so said, when you don't system, vote, when you don't vote, you allow that person to stay exactly. There. That's another vote for the person you don't want. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. That's what I was taught when I was first starting to vote. Yeah, when my you grandparents, don't vote, it's a vote for the other person. They they sat me down. And like the first thing they said to me was, "Look, if you don't vote, you're voting for the person you don't want." Yep, straight up. Because so it's, it's a vote the you, the people that need it don't get. Yeah, and so even if both of them are just poochies trash, you don't vote. Whichever one's the worst out of it's those gonna two, it's gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so you have to do your research. You have to know how they're gonna work for you. Okay. That's how you vote. You're not voting to just, you know, put some money in office. That person has to work for you. 
from the president for you, all the way down to the mayors, to, yeah, to, to the, the state, police, or whatever, to, yeah. whoever you can vote for, yes. you better know who it is you're voting for and put that per- and do your best to put that person in office because if you if you don't vote, then you're just putting somebody in there that's not going to work for you. That's not going to help. Leave it at that. So Michael Jordan. Like oh, I Michael said, Jordan. Yeah, Michael ahead. Jordan. He don't be talking. We already learned stuff. from the last dance stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm just a ball player. I don't be out here doing all but that. Now, but now he ain't a hooper. <laughs> he got time. <laughs> he, <ain't> a- <laughs> he sat down with that. He open. Cig- <laughs> he, he sat down with that cigar and he said, Oh, I got time today. Yeah, I got time today. What did he so say? Here's what he. Here's what he said. I am deeply saddened, truly pained, and plain angry. I see and feel everyone's pain, outrage, and frustration. I stand with those who are calling out the ingrained racism and violence toward people of color in our country. We have had enough. I don't have the answers, but our collective voices show strength and the inability to be divided by others. We must listen to each other, show compassion and empathy, and never turn our backs on senseless brutality. We need to continue peaceful expressions against injustice and demand accountability. Our unified voice needs to put pressure on our leaders to change our laws, or else we need to use our our vote to create systematic change or systemic change. Every one of us needs to be a part of the solution, but we must work together to ensure justice for all. My heart goes out to the family of George Floyd and, the, and to the countless others whose lives have been brutally and senselessly taken through the acts of racism and injustice. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Like I, like I said, like we said, and Fam. so the, the last thing is on here that I was thinking earlier is like the, the question is like, how do you fix it? Which is like, that's a simple question for a disgustingly like large. Yeah. Like, like that's like the kid, the, 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 I think it's the, like the tail or whatever, like the little Dutch boy who's like, oh, the giant dam is breaking. I got to put my finger in here and stop it. It's like, listen, bro. Like, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a band-aid <laughs> yeah. over a compound fracture <laughs> in the le- in the bones out the legs. Like, it's going to take a while. But like we said, it starts from the top. And it's like, listen, the leaders that affect the leaders who then affect the leaders who then affect us. If we don't go up five steps and start there, you know what I'm saying? All you're mm-hmm. doing is just washing something dirty that's gonna get dirty again, again, again. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like when like uh, uh when apartment pro- when apartments have like mold problems. So all you do is clean the mold. It's gonna get moldy again. Mm-hmm. If you look and figure out and find where the mold is coming from and attack that and clean that and fix that and patch that up, then clean. The mold's not coming back. Yeah, but if you don't address where it's coming from, if you don't address where it's spreading, if you don't fix the leak and mm-hmm. you just clean the water at the bottom, it's just gonna like mm-hmm. it's gonna happen again. Since we talking about leaks and yeah, <laughs> and AC, that, yep. the leak is gonna leak. It's funny, I, uh, but before I'm gonna say this one thing and then you can go. Um, a lot of people would ask me like, "All right, well, how do you feel about this?" And my my thought process is very similar and pretty much aligns 100% with uh, a video that Propaganda came out with a couple of years ago. Propaganda being uh, a hip-hop, like, spoken word hip-hop artist. And he had, a, he had a spoken word called 20 Years. And have you seen it before? No, I haven't. Oh, I got to show it to you, man. Uh, it's called 20 Years. And he basically equates slavery, systemic oppression... He equates what happens there 
to the same thing that happens in an abusive marriage. And it's very, very chilling at how similar they can line up to be. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's like the, the, the abusive husband's like, all right, all that's in the past. We're going to be brand new. We're you and me together. But the wife still has some scars and she walks with a limp and she can't really talk a lot because her jaw is a little crooked because he used to hit it. Like, it's very like, yo, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Right? There's like, well, may, you know, uh, maybe she's making up the, the domestic abuse. Like, maybe she just wants people to notice her. Right? Like, what? how come she didn't leave? If it was so bad, how come she didn't leave? And it, so it becomes that, like, when you start to see all these random, ridiculous, accusatory statements uh, he talks about how in one, like, in five minutes, she now has switched from the victim. Like, she has, instead of the victim, she is now, like, the victor in this twisted situation. And it's like, if you, I would have very much implore you, I don't want to give too much of it away, I would implore you to watch that and equate how he shows the similarities, because it was something for, like, 4th of July or something like that. So, it's in a time when our country loves loves the flag right mm-hmm. and so it was uh, you know among those times of like yo you do know the second half of the star spangled banner is about slight <laughs> like you know what i'm saying yeah. there's so much there's so much <laughs> of this country that's like here look at us don't don't show them that part uh block it with your hands don't don't look behind don't look behind lincoln please like there's so much of that i'll never forget there was a, there was a family guy moment with uh, thomas jefferson when they were doing a picture and it was Thomas Jefferson and his family's like picture. And it's like, all right, Mr. Jefferson, you want to do one more? He's like, yeah, let's get all the kids in there. There's hundreds of black kids just run, <laughs> run around them. It's like, yeah, that that's how it is. It's like, here's nice and pretty. But then it's like, oh, if you look at the back, oh, there, there's slaves in the background. Like, yikes. Yeah. What are you going to say before we bounce? Um, before we bounce, uh, I want to say this. Kind of going back to what I was talking about at the beginning. This only changes if we listen to one another without the agenda of trying to get ahead, without the agenda of trying to say that my even though, yes, you're you're struggling, whatever. What I have to say is more important than what you have to say, and that's going to be tough because as humans, we're already (laughs) we already have a predisposition to want to get our point across. Doesn't matter who you are. You can say you're the best listener in the world. You have a point to get across. You want to get that point across. In this moment, it's not about that. It's about listening and understanding both sides and trying to find a common ground. Now, I understand there are some people that just ain't about that listening stuff, and that's cool. They will reveal themselves in due time, as they are right now. And when they weed themselves out, we ain't got to worry about them no more. It'll be down to the people who want to see change and want to see this country get better. And that's what we need to move forward from and with. And so... Like I said earlier, I was having a conversation with um, a group of people. Mm -hmm. We had a conversation. That's what it was. It wasn't me trying to get my point across. It was me telling my side and then listening to what they had to say. And it wasn't me like looking at them and saying, no, you're wrong. No, you're dumb because you think that. It was me like, okay, I get that. A dialogue. Yeah, a dialogue. Like a legit just sitting down and just talking about what's going on. And at the end of the day... We continued playing games and had fun. And I just sat there and chilled. It wasn't one of those things where, like, I left and I was just like, I ain't never fluffing with them people again. They, they, you know, <laughs> out here just believing whatever they want. No. I hear them and they hear me. And now we can move forward with a better understanding of each other 
And so they know where I'm coming from when I say certain things, and I know where they're coming from when they say certain things. Mm-hmm. It's not from a place of hate. They don't they don't hate me, and I don't hate them. When we're talking about this stuff, it can't come from a place of hate. I don't hate you because of what you believe, and you can't hate me because of what I believe. You can understand me, mm-hmm. and I can understand you, and we can move, and we can move forward. But until we decide to put ourselves on the back burn and and allow ourselves to be integrated into someone else's way of thinking, we're not going to get better. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, and, and it's going to be a standstill. It all comes back to Jesus Christ. Every single time, when you think about it, what does this country need right now? The Lord. It needs the Lord. The like, Lord. <laughs> straight up. Case in point, God is what? Love. With us. Oh. <laughs> that was well, a yeah, test. Yeah. No, like, did I get it right? <laughs> God is love, right? So yes, if, sir. So if as Christians, like me, you, people we know, as Christians, we strive to be like that, right? Mm-hmm. We strive to be like what Jesus was, okay? If, if, if he's love, then why are we out here staying silent when things like this are going mm-hmm. on why are we out here you know you know not saying anything why are we out here not listening why are we out here just sitting down and not doing anything when things like this are going on on the flip side we have some people who claim to be christians who are out there looting and vandalizing and 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 you know beating and what beating people up whatever and and i can't help but sit here and think like the word of God, or let me take a step back. I can't help but sit here and think that Christians as a whole or people who claim to be Christian are just as divided as like white versus black or white versus people of color or whatever, however you want to put it. Like the division is there, but within our own family, mm-hmm. our spiritual family. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because people don't want to see that because. As a Christian, you want to believe that, oh, we're all just playing for the same team. When in actuality, that's not the case. It's not the case at all. That and ain't so the case. I think that a big part of why we're going through stuff like this is because as Christians, we won't speak up. Oh, yeah, for sure. We think that for my, sure. my ticket is punched. Yep. I'm going to heaven. Whenever this is over, chilling, chilling. I ain't gotta say nothing about what the heck y'all got going on. Big trust, I'm chilling. Big, big trust, big G, I'm chilling with you, bro. Man, upstairs got my back suitcase packed, bro. I'm going up. I'm going up. Yeah, but like, it doesn't. Oh, it, it it's not gonna get better until people like Christians who know what the heck's going on mm-hmm. start telling people what the heck's going on. We know what's we know what's happening, and if we ain't gonna speak on it, then how is how is this gonna get better? People are in the dark, which is why this is going on. Mm-hmm. People don't know the love of God. People don't know what God did for us, or even if they do, they don't want to believe it. So we have to go out and we have to show that to people and be like, "Look, you don't have to keep doing this, man." Love is understanding, yes. not a not being the aggressor. We need to normalize. Like, and I saw someone tweet this, so I'm stealing it. But we need to normalize changing our opinion after learning information. Yeah. Like, as like, we need to normalize that. It's not cowardly. It's not, oh, I lost. No. no. If you have an opinion and someone gives you information and you understand something better, yeah. it's okay to change your stance and your standpoint 
and your opinion about that said situation. It's not, well, I lost, so I don't care anymore. That's no. You actually won. You gained something. I, people want to be right so much that they don't want to listen. Yeah. That's another thing. They want to be right so much that being wrong feels bad. Being wrong is not bad. Being wrong is how you, you learn. Being wrong, if you understand that you are wrong, that's actually better for you in the long run because you can un, you can internalize the fact that you had something wrong. And you can fix it. People people who are like who don't know that they did something wrong, those are the people that just you don't want to deal with because they're gonna try and get their point across, even if it's blatantly wrong. They're gonna wanna try and ingrain that in your head. But gang, to gang. understand that you were wrong and to change your stance and to be like, you know what, I was wrong. Let's go ahead and fix this together. That to me is more powerful and says more about you than if you just sit here and try and beat me over the head with your wrongness. <laughs> with your wrong. With your wrongness. <laughs> and, and you know you're wrong and I know you're wrong, but you ain't gonna change your stance because you don't want to feel like you lost. Yes, sir. That's that's cowardly to me. That's just as it's immature and it has no place here. Wayne, sign off for us for today. Signing off for this episode of Entertainment Exchange. It's your boy Wayne, the Hattrick Woozy Web. That is David Johnson. Keep supporting us. Don't forget, the next episode you will hear, that's going to be our season finale for season four. Yep. So don't worry, we'll be back in July. Mm -hmm. But you'll get the month of June off. Mm -hmm. Now, June 19th, we're playing Last of Us 2 on our Twitch. So yeah. we're not gone, gone. We'll still be here, and you'll get a Q&A video this week. So... Don't freak out. We're not leaving for good. We'll be back. We're rebranding. We're changing some things up. We'll be back. Yeah. But anyway, um, until next time, you guys gotta love each other, but more importantly, love God. But then also love people. And now we out.